Anyway, hello everybody. We're gonna have our first morning one chat with Stella Chu, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna bring her on right now. Um, Stella, let me bring you over here. Hello. Let me see. Also, for some reason, I'm hearing two sound coming up from you. Are you using more than one mic? Actually, no, it's not you. Maybe it's you, but uh, let me try to mute my No, my wonder. Actually, I think that works. I don't know why, but the sounds are coming out. Uh... Actually, no, I can still hear it. It's not. It's definitely not from. I thought it's from my TV because it's. Uh... I am playing from headphones, but uh -huh. I have to figure out. No, it's not headphones. Um, playing from a, the speakers. So now I have to figure out where there's an extra USB uh, <laughs> plug in my system. So give me one sec. Excellent. Yeah, no, I think because like it's coming up from only one of my speakers as well. I'm not sure what sound you have like your setting is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um output only switch device. So I think your mic is so good that when I'm listening to it. Oh no no no, actually no. No no no, it's not you. It's my phone. It's my cell phone. Never mind. I think you're fine. Oh my god. Well, I'm just gonna wear these headphones anyway. No, I think you're fine. I think you're super fine. Uh, oh, I have to change my category as well. Let me change my category on um, Twitch really quick. What am I supposed to be? This is supposed to be just chatting. Let me set it up. Can, okay, I, do like, a like, can I do a mobile as well? People can hear me, right? Yes, they can hear you perfectly. Okay, good. I look like a completely different person right now because I never wear headphones and I never wear glasses. Oh, yeah, right. So you like don't really wear glasses, do you? Kind of the... No, I, these are fake. The only reason I was wearing these was because super glue is kind of caustic and you're supposed to wear eye protection. So, this so that's fun. your eyes protections? Yeah. These are fine, fantastic eye protection, okay? Thick glasses. I don't think that is how it is supposed to work. At all. Uh, you know what? Whatever. Alright, let me try and change my, my microphone. No, I think you're fine. I think you're completely fine now. It was I was hearing it from my cell phone. Yeah, I know, but does my microphone sound okay right now? Now it sounds even better. What did yes, you do? Yes, good. I had to switch the microphone input because before it was through my uh, webcam, and now it's through this lovely little microphone over here, so if I whisper, you can hear it. Oh, so oh, yeah. No, because uh, I think I'm going to have um, GB. Yeah. I'm going to have GB on the show as well, because you want to have her yeah. on your uh, Stellar Transform show, right? <laughs> You're just stealing all of my guests. I Look, am Mr. stealing a bunch of your guests. To be honest, I always actually have her, like, you know, planned it before I even know she was going to be on your show. But then now she told me that, you know, she's going to be on your show. I'm more like, oh, how about that? So um, <laughs> so now it's just like I'm stealing your, your Don't worry. You know, I'm starting this show with this chat. I'm sure I have a lot of guests up here, too. So we can steal some of mine, too. Hopefully, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm gonna take off my glasses so I stop misrepresenting myself. But so normally, do you wear glasses though? No, I have 20/20 vision. I can see in the future. Did you always have? Well, it's not really future anymore, are we? That's this year. <laughs> <laughs> I can see in the past, present. 
That's pretty scary. I wish I could get Chinese food sometimes. I should just get some with Kenson. Oh man, I'm on a Katsukan diet, so only meat and vegetables for me. No we carbs, no sugar. When are you flying? Oh, we're flying out tomorrow. We're flying out together, okay? I'm really not excited about it. It's gonna be a mess because we're supposed to fly out. We're supposed to get there. Yeah. We're supposed to do a show together. We're doing Style yeah. Transform tomorrow on Caffeine. I know. And then we're gonna go to the airports, and then we're gonna fly out. We're gonna get there yeah. at like eight in the morning. <sighs> oh, um, can you take off your headphones and show everyone your new hair? Oh yes, especially me. I want to see your new hair. So this is my new short hair. I didn't style or do anything with it today. Turn your head I, around. I do, do a three sixty. I act three sixty. That's like. Whoa, that looks so good, bro, bro. Look at you. Look at you trying to be like a K-pop drama actor or something. Uh, Reagan keeps saying that I look like the guy from uh, uh, that show called Goblin or something. I don't. Know, I don't know. I haven't. You keep complaining me to that, but uh, I. I mean, I look younger again. Every time I cut my hair, I'm like, "Hi, I'm 16." Yes, you are. <laughs> It, it looks like that whether or not you're older or, or not. It doesn't even matter. You just always look young. We kind of look the same. Like, I was looking at the photo that when we first met, we were, yeah. what, 2013, I think? Yeah. I'm yeah. just trying to do a box box cosplay all the time. Yeah. <laughs> box box also do the same. But yeah, like, I just, I, like, we both kind of look the same for the last five years at least. That's not mm -hmm. because I'm not saying you look different five years ago. It's that I might not even know you. Or met you before. I mean, no, we did. We met in 2013. So, oh shoot, it's been seven years. Yeah. Did you come to my wedding? I'm pretty sure you came to my wedding. I don't think I did you. I don't think I went to your wedding. Ah, fuck. Well, uh, whatever. Was, Long did. Long was, came to my wedding. It was far though. It was like New York. So I don't think I, I was know. free that weekend as well. So I'm like, oh shoot, like, oh god, good thing I'm gonna go. <laughs> Everyone came and it was amazing. Except the only people who didn't come are the people I hang out with all of the time, which is yeah. Mighty Socks and Bindi Smalls. I was I mean, like, what the fuck, you guys? Now I, I remember inviting them too, and they didn't come. I'm looking at you, Sean, in chat. Yeah, they're in chat right now, so, uh, well then. Uh, and stuff, you're right, yeah. That's a call. Oh, man. Yeah, so, now, uh, a lot of our friends are getting married. Uh, we're reaching that age. My mom is giving me, of course, a lot of pressure now, too. Yeah, well, um, I have two eligible sisters who live in New York, so if you want to relocate ever to New York, Two eligible, beautiful sisters. You yeah. came over from L uh, from New York for a reason. If anything, they have to come over to us, you know? It's us. It's not really like just me um. over anymore. It's going to be like two of us. So that's more reason for them to come over. <laughs> do you miss your parents, like? But do you, do you see your mom Oh often? my god. No, I don't get to see them often, but I miss them a lot. I call them all the time. It's LA. You drive a lot. So for one hour, I'll just like talk to them. You know? Yeah. Like, I um, I just actually came back from home. I was uh, at home this weekend, so I flew in literally last night. So mm. I flew in last night. I miss my parents, especially with the, the virus thing going on. Oh, man. Yeah, the coronavirus, so, everything. Um, okay, l listen to this. Everyone's saying, oh, you're being so racist against Asian people about the coronavirus. And then I'm talking to my mom on the phone, and she's like, don't go to any Chinese restaurants because you don't want to get coronavirus. I'm like, Mom, did you really just say that? Holy fuck, you're so racist. She's like, no, you don't know. You might actually get sick. Be careful. Just eat at home from now on. I'm like, I, I don't know how to even continue this conversation right now. I'm like, I knew you were racist, but not against your own people like this. 
So my mom said the exact same thing. <laughs> oh my god, our parents are so worse. I think every like... Asian parents are saying that, and you know, like, it, it, I'm not sure is it racist or not because like that's pretty much how we all think as well. So I'm like, I get it. But you know what's great? I actually went to a lot of Asian restaurants since then because it's so empty now. It's literally so empty. I went earlier, the whole restaurant was ours. I was just like, All right, when I come back from Katsu, I'm gonna full blown get back into eating because I am so hungry. Both, both eating and gym. That's what we need to do. Oh, uh, yeah. Excuse I've been me. playing the uh, Wii Fit game. The, um, not the Wii Fit, the, uh, is the it the one with the bar? The Ring Fit? Oh, yeah, it's so ring. good. It's really, really good. So, like, you know I, how you convince really Dustin? Oh, not you convince Dustin. Dustin decided to just put it on his waist. Yeah, he did. I was able to convince another girl on stream to put it on her waist. What the hell? You're not supposed to. I think that's how you're supposed to play it. Oh my god. No. Is it fun though? Like, it's, it's I, really fun. And you, it's a lot of cardio. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, it's a hell of a workout. Like, you don't realize it, but like, instead of moving your character with a joystick, you physically are moving your character. So, and when you're fighting the enemies, you have to fight them with workouts. Um, so, like, say like an enemy has like 1,000 HP, mm -hmm. and every sit up you do is like 50 damage. So, mm -hmm. and then you you know you have to do a bunch of different workouts. You can't just do only sit ups. You have to like also do squats and also do like overhead pushes i don't know it's a lot and at the end of it i'm always like my heart rates goes up like you can measure your heart rate but the highest my heart rate went was like 153 or something like that that's way too high is that normal 160 is when you're running oh really okay yeah well i my heart rates go fast when i drive because you know i only drive the safest you're way Oh my god, you're the worst when it I'm comes not, to I'm not the, I'm not the best driver. Um, sorry. <sighs> but yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no, I, but no, I have like breathing issue last year from working out. Damn, do you have asthma? I, I was born with asthma. It's uh, my birthday uh... gift from my grandma. Oh my god, that's so messed up. Like, I, I don't have asthma. Like, no one in my family has asthma other than me and my grandma. Wow. Yeah, like my dad doesn't have it, my uncle, aunt. All the cousins, none of them have it. Only I do. Rest uh, in peace. It was, uh, and also, of course, my parents being uh, extremely Asian, uh, which is a very memorable moment. Is that one time I got, I had an asthma attack. Uh, I think I was <laughs> around five, maybe. I don't remember. I was really, really young. Um, but I was like, I had to die. Like, it was like two in the morning, right? So we decided should we rush to the hospital or like where we can find a doctor. I'm gonna be dying. And then my mom literally come up to me and said, You need to breathe and you need to relax or else you will die. Oh, <laughs> and oh, then I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm instantly got even more <laughs> like breathing even more. But I think it kinda of worked. But I one good thing, one good thing from asthma is that I am more um I'm more calm now. Like in any crisis situation, I'm able to remain very, very calm. Because okay. I just have to. If I don't, I die. And uh, I don't have time for that. Oh, that's so messed up. I, think that's I mean, for us, I, this is what I always say lately, right? Uh, I'm sure it applies to you too. But for me, dying right now is more of a... More of like inconvenience than a tragedy. I really don't have time to die. Like, I, I look at my calendar. Like, my friends trying to just, uh, want to get to get dinner next week. 
I literally could not pencil him in. Yo, and I can't s- die right now. I gotta go chill. Yeah, like if you want me to die, please, you know, set up a schedule, put it in the calendar. I might able to accept it or not. Like I need to look at it. Like I really don't have time. Like okay, we like I'm here right now. We're doing a uh, stream right now. Tomorrow we're doing Stellar Transform, and then we're flying then to we Kasukan, and yeah. then I'm getting back on Monday. Yeah. And then I'm doing uh morning one chat again on Tuesday. You're you're yeah. This is a um. Premiere, so everything's uh, yours on Wednesday, but the rest of things gonna be from Tuesday from now on. So okay. I'm doing that on Tuesday, and then I forgot. Oh, we're doing we're watching My Hero next Wednesday. Yeah. We are. Yeah, yeah, are you yeah. Get dressed up like fancy. I don't know. Is it like the kind that we're supposed to wear like a suit, or is it just like it's no. called premiere? I think we're supposed to just look cool street fashion, cause I'm gonna do just regular street fashion. I might, I might do, yeah, I might dress up a little bit, like, like when we saw, um, uh, Violet, uh, Evergarden last week. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a giveaway for the My Hero Academia premiere right now on Twitter, so if any of you guys in chat want to win some tickets, just go to my Twitter. Uh, there's five tickets available, so I think we're giving it away this weekend, so everyone who enters right now. Um, you know, you have some time, but go enter. Go yeah, twitter.com slash Delta Chew at like 5U. I know. <laughs> I know. Wait, why do we have 5U again? Uh, it's because somebody already had 2Us. So, just so double M more than that. It's a very common name, okay? Delta Chew is very common. Uh, apparently, it is then. But yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, tickets for the My Hero Academia thing. Yeah, I'm responding uh, to chat. Yep, and I can see it too. Yeah, it's My Hero premiere. Uh, where we're watching the movie. Uh, one of my friend actually watching you uh in Japan. Nice. And he was recording some of it, and then he was posting on Twitter. Kansen saw it. He got very mad. <laughs> oh, oh no! You got spoilers. A little bit, yeah. <gasps> A bit. Whoopsies. Yeah. So I, I watched it too. Um. So I mean, it's fine. I I haven't really watched the show, so I don't think it would be a problem for me. Martin, what yes. is uh, something that you actually have, like, nerd cred in? Because I feel like every time we talk, you're like, I've never watched this, I've never played this. Fake people, geek boy. So, okay, so how about this? Like, I have played, I have watched a lot of things uh, before I moved to America. Because for me, stuff, they're just normal TV, like Sesame Street, you know? Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball is one of them. I watched Dragon Ball when I was very young. I forgot what, what, uh-huh. what I mean, it was, it was long ago. I, I So Dragon Ball Z is something I actually do know about. But again, it's not something I have to go my way to watch, like, you know, to go on like Crunchyroll or Funimation or any of the special sites just to watch But have it. you watched any of like the new stuff More that than everyone's been? I saw like, I saw one thing that you haven't seen yet. What? I saw like two or three seasons of Jojo. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't forced to. I was forced to watch Love Life. Forced to. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Was nope. it Johnny that got you into Love Life? So, I was actually watching it at work. <laughs> oh my god. And my last job, because like, uh, I worked in a tech company, and we have a lot of um, uh, office room, right? And then I would just have meetings with my coworkers. Like, we're still working. But we're just gonna have a uh, on the on, on the meeting room in the back room. We just like play Love Live or play JoJo while we work. It's the same as listening to music, except it's more like Nani, you know. <laughs> so 
that. It's me, Dio. Yeah. Okay. You know, but if anyone asks, maintaining it could be work related too. Uh, I do a lot. A lot of my work concerns a lot of marketing stuff and knowing the market. Anime is a big thing, so cool. Gotta at least watch more stuff. My Hero Academia is a big one. I highly recommend it. You'll but like it. Here's the thing: I don't really know too much about it, but the things I feel like the main character. First of all, I have two problems with this. Uh, from what I know about the show, number one, we know he's already he's telling the story about him when he was younger. So anytime he's in danger, like I don't, I, you know, no friends. Like you're, you're fine, you're totally fine. So okay, that's yeah, it away. but his hand got all messed up. Oh, I did. I know. I saw a post. Really I saw a post. I like, uh, named a more perfect duo or couple or more iconic duo, and it's just Deku and a hospital bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, he gets really messed up. Really I, messed up. I heard. I mean, I see a few times. Like, is he like so? By now, like after so far, like he is strong now, right? Mm, he's as strong as a sixteen-year-old boy should be, and it's not that strong still. Like, I, there's I still the so mess. many more years of training he has to go through. Like, mm -hmm. what's great about this in comparison to something like Naruto is that, like, Naruto, boy, he just, like, skipped everything and immediately became, like, really, oh, really yeah. good. It's a time jump. At, I mean... Like, well, not just that. Like, he he shouldn't mm. have been good when he was, like, 40 years old. Instead, he was good when he was, like, 17 years old. Like, not even, a, like, not even tenured. And the thing about mm -hmm. My Hero Academia is that, like, everyone is progressing pretty much at the same rate that like all of their predecessors mm. progress so so it's like, not like a, a montage or like a weekend where they suddenly learn more single and they're like oh no you're strong now like literally all of the people who are older than him who are professionals are still much stronger and more experienced than him because even mm. if he can punch harder than anyone else. That's not what makes you a good hero. What makes you a good hero is your experiences and your ability mm. to like tactically judge a situation. How to utilize um, your skill. Them. I mean, have you seen that fan made? Well, I wouldn't call him called fan made because it's so, sort of professional. But it's a fan made video on YouTube where the guy have the power to throw a backpack. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. So mm, th that so guy, great. this is so good because that guy actually worked on a lot of big movies too. Yeah. I look him mm. up, he works for like Wonder Woman uh, and also, uh, what's that one show uh, with Eggsy? Uh, they're like gentlemen, uh, someone help me out. Um, what's that one mm. movie? It's a really good fight scene and gunfight scene. They have two now. Um, shoot, what is it called? Not Gentleman Club, but like it's... Um, but anyway, yeah, that's why like all the fight scenes. So I, I'm sure you know this movie. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Um. It's the spy movie. Right? Yes. Yes. They're kind of like spies. Yes. Uh. But then the second one's about a more American spies. The first one's about like a British. Yeah. Um, okay. If anyone uh, who knows the name, please help. I kind of like blanking out right now. But yeah. So he also uh made that movie. So that's why or help at least mm -hmm. part of it. So that's that why sense. all the fight scene is so good, especially like the church fight scene. Um, mm -hmm. So that was for a very famous one. Um, but yeah, no one's naming it. Uh, but yeah, I so I, ha I haven't seen My Hero yet. I thought, always thought about getting into it. Um, maybe. Maybe I'll wait until... Because like, I also hate anime or TV show Blue Balls. You have <laughs> like hundreds of hours to watch. To catch before up. Before you get... Yeah, because it's on season like four now. I think four. Is, is it kind of like One Piece? Like it's just gonna keep going for a while. 
maybe. You know, we, it's a shonen. Are we finally close to the end for One Piece, do you know? Uh, I'm not a One Piece fan, so I have no idea. I'm gonna have, like, Roger come on here for one episode, so I'm gonna ask him about that. He would know about One Piece a lot. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, let's talk about cosplay. Let, let's switch gear a little bit. Okay. Tell me about you and cosplay, because you definitely are known for your cosplay work, uh, not just from your show currently, but also you've been- how long have you been cosplaying? Uh, I've been cosplaying since 2011, and before that I was, like, running the anime club in college and in high school, so... Um, I've just been a weep forever. I once took a test to see how Asian I was, and when I answered all the questions, which were predominantly either I drive a Honda or I stay at home and watch anime, so I, you know, clicked on the stay at home and watch anime, and the result was without was 0% Asian because, uh, you know, a white kid is the only person who will watch as much anime as I did. And I was like, okay, cool. You're like way, way over the spectrum. No, I definitely yeah. drive a Honda CB. Oh my god. Like, every time when someone uh, asks me, like, oh, which is your car? And I said, Honda Civic. I'm like, they're like, of course, of course it is. Uh, it's a great car. I love it. I've been driving for years. This is, like, my second Honda Civic, too. I have a Prius because I'm Californian now. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know Prius is the new uh, punch buggy? I'm not sure you know what punch buggy is. Yeah, but I can't really see that being viable the person will just pass out in the first, like, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, in California, especially in LA, you're just gonna be, like, Deku. You just lose an arm instantly. Like, fast. But, yeah, so... That's not what happened <laughs> in anime. You need to watch it. Stop bullshitting. Know, he punched something, about. or he did, like, Detroit Smash or something. I don't know, some word. Yeah, and his arm got broken. He didn't lose it. Well, okay, but, well, if someone punch you, I like punch buggy, you don't lose the arm either. You just... Break it and just get destroyed. Uh, but yeah, so wait, how long have you been cosplaying in? Uh, 2011, so it's nine years now. Nine years? Nine so, years, wait, almost how, a decade. How did you get first started? Like, how did you even uh, find out? So about? I went, I mean, I've been going to cons forever, right? Uh, going to New York Comic Con. Actually, before 2011, um, when I was in college, I used to run like a maid cafe. I was part of like New York Comic Con's Maid Cafe. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like what I did was like weeaboo culture without actually like full on cosplaying. Like mm. one time I cosplayed the black cat from Trigun, but it was a giant like Kigurumi pajama. Uh huh. Um, so that, like, that, was that cosplay or was that just casual? It doesn't matter because it was back in the day when no one knew how to sew. Um, and so. And no Amazon. Yeah. And no Amazon, dude, for real. Yeah, I had, like, no idea how to get anything. Um, and uh, I went to Katsukon with my clubmates, um, and we had cosplayed together, and, like, I didn't make anything. It was a lot of them helping me. But during that con, like, 2011 was kind of pivotal. I think a lot of, like, big names uh, in cosplay were attending uh, Katsukon. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, Yaya Han was there, Bambi Bit Me was there, and it both seeing both of them in real life kind of made me realize like it just like a, a switch flicked and it made me feel like dude i want to be like them i want to cosplay like a lot not just you know casually for fun like i want to like learn how to build costumes i want to travel around to conventions and i want to like try and make this into a thing for myself rather than just like casually going with my 
club mates. Um, and there was no such thing as this before. Like before, like there's there's no such thing as professional cosplay. There's no such thing no. as like traveling around to multiple conventions a year. It was just like you go to your local one con and that's it. And you and get like one lucky, con a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, you can go to a small con that's local and then a really big con that is like a like a four hour drive and that's it. So. Um, yeah, that year I went balls to the wall and I went to like PAX East and Katsukon and New York Comic Con, um, Otakon. I bet you I went to like a bunch of other conventions too. Um, so like my percentage of cons I went to like ex went up like by like 300%. Um, and it was all in that one year. And this is also the same year that I met Jeff, my husband. He's also in chat right now. Make your own fun. Hi, Jeff. Um, yeah. So like the reason why I felt this kind of like license to go to these cons is because like I had Jeff with me you know we we're just starting a new relationship and uh both of us like you know just wanted to go and have fun he'd already been attending near comic-con for a while um and so it just kind of like came together really well like really easy just um barely an inconvenience yeah I remember going to anime expo was such a big deal, you know? It was like a mecca for us nerd, right? It's kind of like Comic-Con as well, like SC Comic-Con. It's like one thing that you have to go once in a lifetime. And like, yeah, I, I went to a smaller con back then, uh, but going to anime was like a whole, like a whole thing, you know? And it was yeah. like a decade ago. Um, but it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely very different back then. And I don't know if the magic of going to con is still the same. I kind of, I don't know is it because we've been to so many cons already? That's yes. different. Uh, I wonder, is it still the same for like the new kids who are coming in this day going to the first Absolutely. con? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, imagine you're 15 years old and your mom drops you off uh, in front of this giant convention center. You ha don't have a costume on, but you're wearing your favorite, you know, nerd themed backpack. And uh, you don't have any cell phone service because it's terrible, but you're starting to taking photos because the first person who walks by you is cosplaying as like a character that you recognize. Um, and you've seen this character on the internet from other cosplayers, but seeing it in real life just makes it so different. And so like immediately you're just in awe. And so you walk in, you have your badge and the entire lobby is filled with to the brim with people and especially people who are in costumes that everyone is like, mm -hmm. like, in awe of and there's photographers surrounding like this group of cosplayers and then right behind you there's another cosplayer and then in the corner there's like a like a really funny meme cosplay that you never really thought you never even thought of but you recognize that meme and you're like oh my god this person's brilliant and uh, then you go into all these vendors and they built these huge booths with like interactivity and giant monitors and like they're giving away free swag and mm -hmm. you you know what you're waiting online for the free swag and you meet like some random group of people and they welcome you in they start talking to you about all the cool things that they're excited about and you start getting excited about it and like that's what it's like to go to a con and even if that's not what it feels like for us anymore that is the reality of what it's like and we can still keep our eyes like kind of naive and open and see the magic that is still there i mean i still smile like crazy all the time around cosplayers especially cosplayers like i've never even met before it just makes me really happy to see somebody who's like young and trying really hard um seeing big groups seeing cosplays that no one ever heard of like i just love looking at them it's still like a source of great joy for me yeah a lot of us like 
because we've been in the cosplay now, I guess, in the industry for a while, and we never really, we never really decided to do it for a living, you know, or try to make anything out of it. Other than we first got to the first con, it's like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's a lot of fun, and we kind of just nonstop going, you know, it's just kind of yeah. carried through. Uh, you said you know you you met Jeff when you started going to conventions. How was that like? Are you so are you balancing between the dating life and because like, he's already been going to convention, right? So are you kind of, are you being more bring into because like a lot of time I know cosplayers or even just attendee, one of them might, uh love the convention scene or like the anime stuff, but the other person might not as much. So do you feel like you're both kind of one person's dragging the other person, not dragging, bring along, but or is you both like we both love this. We have the same culture. We love this kind of uh, environment. Let's do this. I would say that at first I was definitely the one who was more like, hey, I want to go to all these cons, and like whether or not you're coming with me, <laughs> you know. Um, but over time, like we met a lot of friends, um, people that are now like our best friends, and um, you know mm -hmm. who we we spend a lot of time with, and we only get to see them at cons. And so, uh, yeah, like Jeff, for me, it's like I even though I'm the extrovert, I'm not very good at like communicating with friends. But Jeff is like super good at like keeping close with all of our friends. Like he messages people like randomly out of the blue and is like checking up on them and like seeing what their life's about whereas I'm just like gremlin like sitting at home like making shit and I forget that like anyone but like Jeff exists so it's it's just different for the both of us I think for the last five weddings or more those are ways I went because of people I met from conventions mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, some of them I was even a uh, one of them I was a uh, bridesman <clears throat> yeah, uh, you were. Yeah, I was a bridesman for Vicky's uh, wedding. I was a groomsman for Johnny Junker's wedding. Uh, and then I went to a few other ones too. Uh, there's a girl called Crystal Choi up in NorCal. Um, I went to Lindsay Lee's wedding. So lots yeah, of weddings, Lindsay, of course, Lindsay's. of course, uh, Mighty Socks and Bindi. You know. Yeah. Uh, so the last few weddings I've been to, they're mostly people I met at convention, and it's, it's such an interesting lifestyle. Uh, I'm actually working on. Uh, making a video too, a YouTube videos about the unconventional conventional lifestyle. That's where I kind of live. I, I, I am living like in the suitcase most of the you, time now. You, out of anyone I know, lives <laughs> out of the suitcase. Like I thought I lived out of suitcase, but ever since like I moved to California, it's my, my convention life has kind of slowed down. I, I used to go to like 20 conventions a year mm -hmm. and now I go to more like 10. Uh, you go to like 45. I think I average go to like, <laughs> A con every other week, but this month's kind of crazy too. Cause I'm, I just went back home to see my parents. The only one weekend, I was like, okay, that's one weekend I can see parents, and then but next weekend I'm gonna be or this weekend I'm in costume con, and then after that I'm going to DreamHack Anaheim, and maybe doing a shoot with uh <clears throat> another friends in chat, uh, and then the weekend after I'll be at PAX, and so, and I'm not sure what's after that. So I'm just like nonstop booking cons yeah. after cons after cons. So I need to make it's, a video about how to how to like live that lifestyle and oh not like God. have that burnout because that burnout is is true. It's very true. Yeah, um, I would say one of the things that makes it easier for you right now, especially, is that you have roommates and like the roommates mm -hmm. are good people to like lean on to make sure your apartment just you know doesn't set yeah. itself on fire when you leave. <laughs> and also have someone take me to the airport. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, can. speaking of tomorrow. Oh yeah. So I need to making sure uh, he does a good job at it because yesterday uh, I can show you tomorrow. I literally told him, don't go to LAX, go to Burbank, because I'm going to be drop off at Burbank, or like flying to Burbank. He, he went, went to LAX. LAX. 
Rest in peace. Another hour and a half of waiting. Yep. Even the uh, even the Burbank airport's closing, and then the cop come up and say, "Hey, sir, uh, we're about to close. Like, well, you can get out, but you can't get back in. Like, you know, what's what's your, what's going on with you?" I'm like, uh, "I'm waiting for my housemate, and I look like a 16 years old boy. I'm like, I'm lost. Where's my mom?" Oh my god, Martin, you can use that to your advantage. They'll give you a ride home, maybe. Right along, yeah, I should have. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so it's great. It's great to have housemate. I'm glad to have housemate to kind of like I, I wasn't I didn't have housemate when I first moved down here for the first two years. Yeah, man, you moved into this like hella nice loft, mm -hmm. expensive in the middle of LA, and I told you it was the wrong thing to do, bitch. You still did it. I don't. I don't regret it. You know, I'm glad I have done that experience. Uh, Although Kansas actually here, you know, me talking about him. But yeah, no, uh, no, I, I'm glad I had the experience because uh, I don't think I will ever do that again because of, you no, know, I travel and then next thing maybe I have a different family situation. So, but I'm glad that I have done it. So someday I'll be like, hey, son, back in my day, looks how cool your dad was living in a downtown loft, you know, have this space to myself. But I met, no, I think I met a lot of cool people while I'm in the loft too. It's very much like everyone in there is like artist kind of stuff. I feel like if I was sharing with one person, like if I have a girlfriend or something, that wouldn't actually be a problem. It actually would be cheaper than how much I'm paying for rent right now. If I split oh, half. yeah. Okay, that makes that, Yeah, that, so that's, that what, makes... that's what my neighbors are paying. Uh, uh, back there, like there are two of them. Damn. They're a couple. Uh, you remember Sarah on the internet? Have to... See you later, Muddy Socks. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, so. But uh, so the thing is, we need to fix is you need to get a girlfriend. Okay, yeah. I mean, step one, <laughs> cut your hair, and then here you go. So. I know! Now start taking more selfies, you know, put it up on uh, Bumble, Tinder. Don't, don't worry, Every I, I don't have to wait till Valentine's Day for a single person who's looking for a girlfriend. Every day is single awareness day. Oh my god. Hey. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you got lucky, you know. Uh, not just lucky, but you, know, you find Jeff. I love Jeff. Jeff is great. I know, I know. Seriously, I got lucky with Jeff. Who else could handle this fucking shit right here? I, I, sometimes I would just message Jeff if I need your help with something. <laughs> oh, you absolutely have to message Jeff. Because I thought, like, especially schedule-wise, I'm like, hey Jeff, what is, uh, what's, uh, what's, what's the sales schedule like? And he'd be like, alright, let me tell you. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, ne never message me. I will never answer. Unless you're sending me a meme, and then I'll, I'll, hehe, <laughs> edit. Or like, <laughs> animal photos or pictures, videos. Yes, hamsters, please. Oh yeah, what happened to your hamsters? Don't you have some um, small hamster, guinea pig, or whatever? Uh, I had a hamster. She passed away after living long three years. Mm. Um, I'm hoping to get another hamster. I'm gonna put her in these two little cubes over here. Uh, I've just been way too busy to even like set up the hamster cage because I have to custom build it. How much are hamster in America? Like. 20 bucks okay i asked because again well this is a long time ago right this is like fi over 15 years ago in hong kong buying a hamster is about a dollar fifty so kids always have hamster because it's so cheap to buy and uh, that makes sense in hong kong there's a pet street so it's a street that's all like pets we can buy mm -hmm. fish you can buy hamster puppy cats like everything <sighs> Yeah, so you, I, I think need a, I need a dog so bad. You can't have a dog. You travel a lot. Oh <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm an animal. I, I can say Jeff is on our room. Like, excuse me. <laughs> Listen, people are different from animals oh, uh, by a long shot, and I badly need a dog so I'm, bad. I'm glad my house have some cats. They're not my cats, you know. 
like I, I, it's great to have like someone else have the animal. It's kind of like someone else, baby. You know, you get to play yeah. with it, and then when they start pooping and peeping, it's like, take it back. I don't want it. You can have it back. I'm done. I'm out. Poo poo pee pee. Yeah. Pee poo wow. pee poo. Exactly. What's chat saying? Yeah, that's what chat saying. So yep, I'm like you play with it. Yeah, I mean, and then you have fun. Once you're done, it's like you can have it back. I don't want it. You do it all that stuff. It's like uh, you know, it's all the benefits, not the consequence. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So have you think about slowing down cosplay or you feel like this is something that you still see yourself doing in the next few years or what's that like for you? What do you think? Um, I still want to do cosplay, but I have found a new love for building costumes for other people. Um, right now I have that show that's uh, um, Stella Transforms and it's where I build a costume for a guest on my show. They're usually like a streamer or a YouTuber. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, we transformed them and it's been great. I stream it on caffeine TV. Uh, I've been with caffeine since the beginning of their website. Uh, and they've just been really, really supportive and really helpful. Like I literally couldn't have done this show without them. Um, so we're now on our third season. Um, and, uh, yeah, like tomorrow I have Yasuo as a guest next week. It's, uh, Sui Kuno, I can't pronounce his name. Um, after that I have GB, then like Grant Imahara and a bunch of other people. Yeah. It's really amazing. Um, uh, so I, how I contact guests for the show, I usually go through their agency. Um, cause all these people have agents now and managers and, um, it's been really rewarding. Like, I don't ever want to be a commissioner, like a, like a, like a cosplayer, like a cosplay maker, but I do want to do these kinds of things where I do like, like as a partnership with like another person to like do a costume together for performance reasons. Um, because like, I don't want to just be like a creative person siloed inside of like my home. Like I want mm -hmm. to like actively turn cosplay into this, like this message, um, and this like fun activity that everyone can do just like how like makeup artists made it a thing on the internet or like bakers made it a thing on the internet like same with me like I want to turn cosplay into something that I can share with other people um for the last like nine years I've been just telling everyone to look at me look at me here's all the costumes I made but now I can turn these people into cosplay and also at the same time kind of feel like I'm you know it's like oh look at me I made this mm -hmm. but like mostly you're looking at them because they look so cool um yeah I just want to share the joy of cosplay <laughs> yeah uh that's good so I mean uh, it, I, I guess it's self transform it's not just you transforming other people into cosplay through cosplay I feel like that's also helped like a transformation for yourself as well that was kind of like where yeah, you go in the stage and stuff. Yeah, um, it's definitely like part of my, un like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I can't really like predict what I'm going to do in the next few years. But um, this is definitely like soul fulfilling, which is nice, you know, because I could be doing something else that is soul sucking. And I don't want to do something that's soul sucking. I think it's kind of like the same for both of us, right? Because we've been doing this for a while and we always do new things because we get bored. We get bored really fast if we're doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, I don't like the feeling of being stagnant. And, and because we I like both change. worked at, at a desk shop before this. Yes, I yeah. used to work as a UI UX designer. And we make good money. America, yep, in New York. And I gave up all of that so I could pursue this full time. 
playing a professional dress up. Um, <laughs> who's somebody you would absolutely love to make a costume, like personal dream collab? So, uh, I actually really want to work with Hollywood celebrities if possible. Um, you should talk about caffeine. Drake is going to be on caffeine, right? I know Drake is going to be on caffeine now. So I could potentially, if I ask caffeine to like, you know, you know, get Drake on, maybe I can make a costume for him. Um, so it's not necessarily that I have a dream person. I have a dream people and the people are like super A-list, like Hollywood celebrities, like Big, yo, big. Think big, right? That's what I want. Like, I really enjoy Hot Ones, um, which is the YouTube series, uh, interview series where people eat um, hot wings while being interviewed. And I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing. It's fantastic because it's not just that these people are famous, but it's like I'm seeing, I'm getting to see a side of somebody that whose stuff I enjoy. Um, that I never get to see because, you know, Hollywood kind of weirdly shields their artists uh, a lot in a weird way. It's like really hard to like find something more personal on them. And these like hot one interviews just give me that like kind of an insight into what who they are as real people and not just as actors or musicians. Um, so same with cosplay. Like I want to kind of provide <clears throat> that like... Yes, I dress up streamers, but people hang out with streamers all the time, every day for like 10 hours a day. And so you kind of already know what they're all about. You, you kind of get to see who they really are. But if I could find people that you never get to see um, in an interview, like a real interview way, that would be super cool and really, really rewarding and fun. Um, so that's my goal. Yeah, I think like also for... Um... I think what you can do is that you can pull a, a, uh, what's his name? Ninja with Drake. I know that would be, gosh, Drake would just start making other people famous. Whatever. It's fine. That, that's like Drake's special ability, right? It's just like turning people very famous by, uh, doing fun. I mean, cause he, a lot of actually 80 celebrity do love nerd stuff too. Uh, wasn't yeah. Bill Smith the one who loved watching anime too? I don't know, but. That's a lot of them. I mean, that would... So, like, yes, I would love to get these, like, movie stars that have already done um, costumes before. Mm -hmm. So, people who've, you know, done the Marvel Universe. My problem with them is that they've worked with, like, Hollywood's, like, best costume builders. And all of my stuff is not as good as them. Um, so, <laughs> I want to get people who don't work with the best costume designers and are just grateful to get, like, my Halloween-level quality bullshit. And oh. we're just gonna have fun! <laughs> it's great! It's like, uh, it's like, okay, so I would keep going back to Hot Ones, but, like, in Hot Ones, they fed, um, what's his name? Oh my god, the angry, uh, chef. Uh, Ramsey? Yeah, they fed Gordon, 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 Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay the, like, shittiest chicken wings, and oh. I'm like, that's, like, that's like who the people who come onto my show. Because they used to like a huge I, I, budget, like forty grand just to make a suit, just a, a yeah. body suit. And then you're like, here is one that we made with thing using craft foam for yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, what's up? You like <laughs> foam? Don't put it in the sunlight because it'll melt. Uh, same with my three D prints. All right, thanks. My put, friend did put that. Put it on your body. My friend. I'm sorry, the zipper broke. My friend made a uh, a League of Legend cosplay, a Lux outfit. With like either wobbler or foam, I think wobbler, and they live in the car, and it's of course California summer. It yep. melted. <laughs> it melted so yep. fast. Yep. I thought about this yep. as a prank where I would just um, bring a uh, portable 
gun, a heat gun, and just melt people cosplay. Oh my god! What I think they will cry. Yeah, I would beat you up literally. What? I would stab you. What if I make a fake viral video where I'll just bring a portable heat gun? No, and pretend. do not spread negative activity for pranks. Pranks are. Oh my god! I hate pranks that are actually just to hurt people. Isn't that what TikTok's about now? No, actually, TikTok. Uh, a lot that of TikToks are pretty positive. Okay, I think it's very extreme. Because uh, I think we're both now kind of on um, on TikTok now. But I think what, some are really good, like really nice. Oh, it's all about like, you know, nice, warm, heart, really. But some of them are really bad. Like I think some parents is now suing some kids because their kids is getting tripped for wow. like, a challenge that they do. Where they do like a <gasps> jump, jump thing. It's like person A jump, person C jump. And then they'll tell person B in the middle jump. But when they jump, they'll just kick him. Oh yeah, you're right. I, I did see that. That was pretty messed up. So mm. that is, uh, but that is mm. currently like some parents are suing some other kids because they got like brain injury from doing that. Holy crap! Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. it's on the news. All right. See, this is why you should never do pranks that hurt people. Yeah. So don't don't hurt people. That that yeah. wouldn't be great. Build build the world that you would like to be in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. J- so just Martin, ask a question. What's yeah? What's your dream sh- dream shoot location? <sighs> I don't know. I see a lot of friends because I feel like it changes all the time. It depends on what people inspire me. I might want to do Iceland. Okay. When it's not too crazy, because mm-hmm. uh, our friend Eric just went, but it seems like a bit not a good time when he went. He went yeah, in the middle of the winter him, storm. I told him not to go in the middle of winter. He still had fun, but I also told oh, him not to go in the middle of winter. But anyone I, who doesn't listen to me is always going to be wrong. <laughs> just so you guys know. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Well then, anyway, we should just go to Iceland maybe in April or something, where it's not cold, as barely. Yep. It's still cold. I'm sure yeah. someone have like clipped that already up your face. It's going... <laughs> Disappointing face? Disappointment, Stella? Yeah. Uh, but what about you? What's yours? What's your dream location? Or even dream okay. cosplay, if you were to make uh, one for yourself. I don't really have a dream cosplay, but I have a dream location right now. I just came up with it. Okay, so you know the mountains in China that do the crazy, like, Avatar Pandora thing? I was there. I've been there. Yeah, I know. All right, so I want to be suspended between two wires between the mountains and then, like, swung across, like, some kind of Chinese phoenix girl with like all of with the cloth that is just streaming down for a fucking mile literally i want i want a hundred yards of fabric to be flowing oh, below me like a giant yeah. and then like a drone to like take photos of me or something that would be know. pretty badass i know better uh better tell that to someone make that happen first before someone steals it from yeah me. please somebody can you suspend me from two wires and then like i'll make a giant costume that takes up a hundred yards i feel like suspending you. on a wire would be really scary though okay if i die from it i'm okay as long as the photos look good just make sure you photoshop my face i did a uh, bungee jump like last year or was it the year before when i was in uh new zealand with jess yeah uh, but yeah so um it's actually very scary to do bungee jump more scary yeah. than uh, skydiving. Yeah. Because you never go fast enough where you feel like you're not going faster. It just keeps going faster and faster until like the the land or the water is getting really close. Like, <laughs> I hope this works. Or else, uh, <laughs> ooh-wee. <laughs> I also don't hear people dying from bungee jumping very often. 
I hear I hear a few things. It's not dying from hitting the ground, but I heard people get hurt from if they're not like well made or like maybe older bungee jump, you get whiplash. Because uh... you go down and go boom, and it like pull okay. you kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I mean, it's like kind of like a uh, Spider Gwen or not Spider Gwen, uh, Gwen's. Not Gwen Stefani. Uh, like, one of the Spider-Man girlfriend. She died because, like, you know, he, he caught her. It's even in the new one, in the movie, the uh, Andrew Garfield one. The one where, like, I think it's Gwen. Yeah, where she, where he caught her with the web, uh, even though she was falling. But then he caught her too late, and then he pulled, and he kind of whip his back, <gasps> her back, and she died. Oh, my God. That's so messed up. Yeah, so... um. That's just something I was worried about. But then it was fun. I did it the first time, and it was cool. And then it was me and Leanna. Uh, Cameron wouldn't do it at all, but uh, it was fun. So we did it three times in a row. Damn. Yeah, so we did some, like, forward. We did some backward. We did some, like, running and jump. That kind of Holy stuff. Holy crap. Crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, what is the most difficult shoot we've both done? Uh... Any shoot that requires me to go below 40-degree weather. 40 degree Fahrenheit. It's always difficult. I'm so cold all the time. That's like most of my shoot. Like 70 degrees is very uncomfortable for me. I need like a nice 73 degrees at all times. And if it goes below that, I get sick. Like immediately I go, Achoo! and like, you know, my, my face looks feverish. Anime character need to lay down in bed. And so anytime that I've, I'm basically never going to be able to do a snowshoe. How did you live in New York? New York is... Oh, that's why I don't live there no more. I hated living in New York. I hated the weather. Also, hello, MK. Thank you so much for the raid. She's doing my job for me. I love it. Thank you, Stella. And thank you, Kate. Thank you very much for, uh, for coming on to the stream and all the follows. So, uh, yeah, man, I hate the cold. I absolutely hate the cold. We've been getting 50-degree weather here in Los Angeles, and it's the worst. And I think I have a little bit of an itchy throat right now. Yeah. It, last week was really great, but this week was really cold. <sighs> like, last week it was back up to 74 or something, and like, oh, wow, summer's here, or spring at least. And then suddenly I was like, oh, never mind, just joking. <laughs> I'm always cold. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> there was another really difficult shoot. It was one of my, like, early, way early on. Uh, when, back in the day, I used to shoot with Anna Fisher. Mm. And um, she brought us to, in Arizona, there, there was this, like, lake that we were riding on a boat in. It was like a river. And uh, we went to go park the boat um, on the shore, but the wind was so strong that it was blowing all the sand onto us and we couldn't shoot. Uh, we tried, but it was very, like, uncomfortable and painful. And it was, like, the sand was getting in our faces and... Um, yeah, man, it was like the worst. And that I remember that being one of the worst shoots because um, we had traveled so far to try and get to that point and we couldn't even get any photos for it. So you had a Anakin Skywalker moment. Oh, sand, it just gets everywhere. Ugh. It's coarse. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for me, I don't know. Where have I shot? I feel like every shoot, that's just a thing. It's kind of a horrible mindset. I feel like a lot of shoot, I keep trying to challenge myself to do crazier stuff. So it get each one could be like my next shoot could be my most difficult shoot, and the one after that is gonna be even more difficult. What was the last most difficult shoot? I, I, so I shot one with Mac Turney. That one I remember because we both find it 
pretty difficult, but the shot came out amazing. It was super cold for both of us. We were in SF. And uh, for that one, we were both, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. But we were in San Francisco. We were wearing, I was wearing this. I wasn't wearing, I was wearing almost clothes, but I didn't wear it enough. Uh, but we have her out in the rock, in the water. And then uh, like, like waves are just crashing in. But we have her also have a box. And then inside the box, we have to put a smoke bomb in it. So we have to time it very, very difficultly because we have to make sure we don't put the smoke bomb too early or too late. Uh, she was freezing, so she have to make sure she look great. Uh, at the same time, um, we have to like put a smoke bomb, then put it in the box, have someone throw it in, then take a shot while she's getting crashed by waves, and then we just pretend everything looks great. As soon as I say, like, all right, I got the shot, she was like dying. So I think that was a bit tricky. Uh, I have done some yeah. shoots where it's not photo shoots, but it's just me going out to uh, doing some troubles by myself. And I was young. I was like 18, I think. I did my uh, shoot where I, I, I did a bunch of um, national park around California. Not just California, but like around West Coast. And I remember one shot I want to take a picture. Again, the picture wasn't great at all. It's just stupid. Uh, I took a picture of this cat cactus, but it's like on the side of the mountain. If I misstep, I would literally die. Like, I think it was Bryce Canyon. I think it was one of those canyons. But uh, I even recorded, like, a death video. <laughs> wow. uh, don't do that, people. Like, that is not worth it. That's no photo is worth your life. So uh, don't do that. Be smart about it, you know? <laughs> I know I say that, but I do a lot of dumb stuff. One time I was doing a shoot in SF, I was um, outside, like, at a balcony on, like, fifth floor in SF. I just climbed outside, outside the balcony. Not just the balcony, but outside the balcony to get some <sighs> shots of other models in the second balcony on the other windows. <sighs> and uh, to the point that I wasn't worried because I, you know, I, I know how good my climbing skill is. But to the point that the model decided to not stand there anymore to let me take photos because they don't want me to die. So that, you know, we're going in just so you won't die. So uh, that happened. Yeah, before. I would do the same thing, Martin. I question a lot of the things you do. <sighs> Again, no time to die, man. It's, it's fair. I, I still owe lots of people photos. I still owe you photos, so don't worry. Yeah, I, you owe me tons of photos. I do. I need, I do. I need work done. It's okay. I already picked up a bunch of them, so you're going to get some lots of photo first soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, what do you see about this? So I, I know we keep drumming back to cosplay because cosplay is such a big thing for your life. Yes, it takes... Sorry, I lost you for a second. Is it good? Um, okay. So, yeah, cosplay is like 90% of my profession. Yeah, so do, so I, one thing I want to talk to you about a lot because, you know, you've been in it for so long, just like some of the people that we know, but you are one of the people I definitely know have done it for a long time. Yeah. Um, what do you think some changes has been really major in the last few years and also how it's going to be like for the next few years? Uh, so the major change that really changed everything was Patreon. Um, out of everything that's happened, um, it, it was so immediate. Um, it went from like maybe a dozen people who were making cosplay their full-time job in America to hundreds of people who were making cosplay a full-time job. Um, so yeah, man, uh, Patreon, OnlyFans, uh, what else is there? Like tons of other websites out there that are just making it so that people can monetize oh coffee as well that's another website so like you know the mo okay so before cosplay was just a popularity game and between people who made costumes mm -hmm. right 
It was, uh, oh, did you see what she made? Psh, it's not as good as what I made. Remember where people would of- say they're like the official character cosplay? Like, yeah, oh, she's the official like, like Link or oh, she's the official Oscar cosplay. So that was a very big popularity contest back then. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I call it a popularity contest is because there was no other way to measure your your hierarchy in mm-hmm. cosplay. No one was making money. No one was doing brand deals, like prof- not really doing anything like professionally, like on a full time level. It was all just small gigs here and there. A, con- a-, a company would be like, hey, we just need a cosplayer to stand at our booth. We'll pay you X amount of dollars. That's great for one time, but that's like one time. Like you can't live off of that, even. even though they it's just like, give you a badge. Sometimes they'll give you a badge, right? And so um, that's great and all, but that's not consistent income, right? That's just like somebody hiring you to do one thing once. You can't even claim it on your taxes because it was not even enough money. Um, So with Patreon and other websites, you got a monthly paycheck that the government would take 40% of, but like it was a real job, you know? Um, in fact, most people ended up making more money than like a minimum wage job. And that's pretty significant when you originally were making $0 on cosplay. Um, and so the the internet suddenly went from a bunch of people who were like making cosplay by hand, but like every once in a while to like hundreds of people who were making money off cosplay couldn't make their costumes fast enough and so they started ordering costumes online and that single-handedly fueled the entire like all these websites make costumes um like arda wigs uh of freaking cosplay supplies um amazon aliexpress taobao all of these websites ended up being flooded with people who are just trying to make content for their Patreons and for their co-coffees and and whatever. And uh, now it's probably ramping up even faster. Like like before Patreon, I could almost never buy a full made costume on the internet for less than, you know, half a grand or a grand. Mm -hmm. And now I can easily find a costume from a character that just came out from like a brand new anime. I can find it within a week of the first episode and it would be a hundred dollars and that's like uh, wow that's never happened before so we are living in like a crazy like different world of cosplay because in the past it was literally just about who has the ability to make this but now it doesn't even matter it's about it's about who can purchase this faster than anyone else Um, (laughs) take a picture and post it and it doesn't downplay at all what cosplay is you know it's still the same but in a different way just because one person used to make one costume a year and it was the most detailed costume in the world is you can't compare that to somebody who makes who who does 52 photo shoots per year and puts out 52 photo sets like in 52 different costumes Mm -hmm. like it's there's yeah there's just there's more content now and there's different kinds of quality. Um, and with the person who is doing 52 photo shoots a year, they're, they are funding the cosplay industry. Mm-hmm. They are per- they're helping other cosplayers because other cosplayers will 
be inspired by that person. So like that one person who did do that one giant costume once a year, they only have that amount of influence for that short amount of time that their photo was posted on the internet. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other person who has this whole breadth of cosplays has even more influence. And so everyone just has to grow and adapt based on what they want to provide for the community. And it's a lot about what you provide for the community. If you just wanted to cosplay for yourself, that's there's plenty of space for that. But if you want to give back to the community, you've got to find and carve your own path and you have to create content a lot. It can't just be once in a while. It has to be a constant flow of content because if you're going to make it into a job, that's what it's, it's you, uh, nine to five every single day. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, a lot of people I have met in the past few years and also are mostly actually from people who have been doing cosplay for a while. Not, not the younger, newer generation. It's actually the generation that's kind of where we started uh, or even before. And they're complaining how, you know, the whole monetization of cosplay has definitely changed the landscape a lot and like how it's like make cosplay not cool or not you know they, they don't they don't like it but you know you you brought up good points which i agree a lot is that we wouldn't able to buy stuff on amazon buy wick so much easily or have so much many cosplay supply if we didn't make cosplay this big and this wide yeah and yeah yep so it's both our fault and our fault that the <laughs> cosplay industry has changed so much. You can buy cosplays because we kept buying cosplays. So you're welcome, big companies who are now making enough money to, to support themselves. You know, companies that couldn't exist before, and because people were thirsty for the like for their products, now those guys have businesses. So the people who are angry at us for having changed the cosplay industry. What did they lose? They just lost their screen time, but that's it. They didn't lose money. They didn't lose their future. In fact, like the benefit of having created this industry outweighs their pride, <laughs> like by a lot. Yeah, I agree. Because like, I think the scale, because cosplay was such a, such a small niche hobby back then. And people are saying like, oh, now, you know, blank and blank type of cosplayers are more popular, more famous and make like, you know, other type of cosplay not as cool. But I don't think so. I think like, if you compare any cosplayer 10 years ago, I feel like right now they're still getting more, I guess, media attentions or engagement than they would 10 years ago because yeah. it's such a so small back then. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Like, other people are yeah. going so much faster, of hey. course. Like, let's say, oh you know, my God. yeah. Back in the day, we were like, oh my God, that person has 10,000 followers. 10,000 followers is a drop in the bucket right now. Yeah. Like a dro literal drop in the bucket. And if they're complaining that they don't have 10,000 followers, now wait how do i say this scaling it up mm -hmm. it's, it's just it's just really frustrating that they're holding on to like their pride and their anger from before mm -hmm. and whereas the people who are, okay so the people who are angry are the people who aren't adapting the people who aren't trying to change anything they're just trying to hold on to what is old and that's not going to do anything you can't fix anything by holding on to the past you have to adapt and look to the future you know if people are, are like there's not enough craft in cosplay anymore just go look at punished props look mm. at um evil ted look at yaya han L look at kimpatsu um uh uh kamui cosplay Ooh, these, yeah. mm -hmm. these costs yeah and then there's sks props and all of these other people like tnt cosplay supplies there's all these like cosplayers who are crafters who have turned it into a business that is making way more money than your average oh, yes. like 
regular cosplayers. So you can't really say that like one kind of cosplay is ruining the rest of cosplay because like these people have proven that it that you're not. And the thing is like they haven't even ticked off every single box that needs to be filled. There are so many other voids in the cosplay industry that still need to be filled. And yet there's just not enough big thinking cosplayers to go and grab those businesses. Like I have a bunch of business. I always have business ideas and I just need to like go and like actively do them. But like, there's plenty of other people. I'm just like, yo, you do it. You, you do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, they're not making uh, other people making so much more money than, you know, type of crossword. But back then, nobody is making any money. So any money you make now is more than you did back then. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I just hate when people think about the money aspect, making more money than me, making more money than her, making more money than them. And it's just like, stop, stop being so angry. So but at the same time, despite this right now i feel like the cosplay community is not even like one percent as toxic as it used to be it's like mm. basically not not as toxic anymore it used to be so freaking toxic there used to be so much energy and effort dedicated to hating on other cosplayers and there's so much more content nowadays that there's not enough time to consume them energy to hate on these other cosplayers yeah there's just so much going on that like people who focus on the hate like like they just have too much time on their hands you know like everyone else is like out there hustling and like trying to get shit done i don't know i mean because back then you go to maybe two three at most maybe five conventions a year and then anytime in between convention a lot of people have nothing better to do so what do they do they do drama it's a start shit and then talk about people and then you know go online, go on forums and yeah. stuff like that. You know, kids just say don't even know what forums are. So we don't really <laughs> have that kind of drama that we back had, had back in the days. But Yeah, and there's just so much more people involved now that it's just like harder to uh, find Yeah, drama. it's kinda is I mean it's kinda hard to hate on people when there's also so many big cosplay now too. Because usually back then there's more like target <laughs> like target people will always go after because like, i mean i love yaya han um but there's so many people that went after her for a lot of different I things i know she's I feel permanently really bad. scarred from that mm -hmm. for sure i feel she, really bad yeah. for that like and but without her a lot of things wouldn't happen you know dude i look up to her to this day like mm -hmm. to this day because she is not only like a woman but she's also asian and mm -hmm. she's like an immigrant and so much of what she represents is so important to me um because she did things that no one else did and to this day like many uh, people still haven't done so um she's crazy she yeah, speaks english she speaks chinese she speaks german yeah her german is better than chinese it's like every time i see her and kamui <laughs> together they're just like speaking to each other in german like i, I don't know what they're saying but they seem Man, to be awesome. having a blast I so love yeah it. but yeah i mean she started out a lot of things like people were even mad at her when she did the deal with uh joanne you know where her mm -hmm. fabrics and her different stuff like i don't know why people were mad about it like you know how cool it is to see my hobby my interest in a major store a chain store in america like someone's face that I know, I think that's really cool. So I, I absolutely believe that that is amazing. And I want 
to help educate people for the future. I want to get more cosplayers out there. I want people to discover how good it feels to craft with your hands and to make things with your hands. Um, I don't ever want people to lose that. Mm -hmm. um, not that I'm afraid that they are going to lose that, but I just want to like, I want to be responsible for inspiring other people to, to do continue to make things. And, um, yeah, man, that's why I love Yaya, because she will never stop doing that. It's like everything that she's done has been that. She, it's it's really inspiring. Where do you think cosplay is going to go then? Because like, we talked about back then how it was, where we have nothing, to nowadays, you know, people are making money and industry is forming. Mm -hmm. What's going to be like maybe in the next five years? It's not even that far. I fucking I know, man. I have no idea. It's, <laughs> that's too much to say that's too far to say what i'm really afraid of is that a lot of like the bigger cosplayers myself included are going to be poached and and um and like dazzled by other industries mm. and we're going to be pulled in thinking that this is going to be a bright new beginning and we're going to switch careers and then we're going to leave cosplay behind and then cosplay is going to lose a leader mm -hmm. and that breaks my heart you know i dabbled in the idea of maybe joining the movie industry and getting into that. But then I realized if I did that, I would be starting from zero and I would just be another lackey and I wouldn't have any form of influence over the people that I was leading before. And it, it kind of made me realize like why I did cosplay in the first place. Like I love, I love how Yaya and Vampy made me feel. And mm -hmm. if I could help others, people feel that way too. They just want to wear cosplay. They want to figure out how to build things. They want to like troubleshoot and like learn things and become masterminds of their own craft. Like that is what I want to do. I want that power. That, yeah. I, I it's right like it's hard to say what's gonna happen because mm -hmm. to be honest a lot of people talk to me about cosplay and how how is it like and then how it's gonna be like but we actually have never seen like a full cycle like a one full generation of people who done with cosplay and like keep continuing to cosplay right you have people who diverge you know they went from cosplay to maybe in the movie industry there's people that does mm -hmm. cosplay then went to streaming or there's people that do cosplay and then um do other stuff you know that's not cosplay related but we mm -hmm. haven't actually seen a person who started cosplay made it big in cosplay and then finally decided to retire with cosplay so it's kind of hard to tell to you what is the next thing or how does it end yeah is it scary or do you think that's more fun for you to like oh i don't know what it's like let's explore or it's like i don't know what's gonna do like i'm still trying you know it's both it's it's scary and it's not scary because um as confident as i feel about myself right now i'm not confident about who i'm going to become in the next five years right because like there's no one to follow behind in specifically in the way that i'm approaching cosplay mm -hmm. um i'm kind of uh carving my own path right uh mm -hmm. So we'll just see. I mean, it's there's really no way to predict it. What I'm hoping for is that I'll never stop growing and I'll never stop um, like innovating. I, I hope that every single year I am able to introduce something new to the community that will inspire people. So last year I did my KDA Ari Tales um, and I showed people how to build it yourself. And that was so cool because like yeah okay i took cool pretty pictures but like have you seen the pictures of these other people who use my tail patterns and it's incredible what they did mm. and i'm hoping that 
that was, I mean, that was my 2019. I'm hoping that in 2020, I will be able to give more back. And that's also why I'm making the inflatable chocobo is because I want people to see that you can make inflatables really easily with materials that you can just buy from Joanne. Like it's not as hard as it looks. It's literally just sewing and a fan. And you just have to think a little bit more three-dimensionally. Um, but yeah, man, like I'm, I'm hoping every year I find some new fancy material to like show to people to use. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Maybe you think yeah. about like um, doing kind of school kind of stuff, like teaching kids how to make easy costume. So yeah. it, it's just because, you know, cosplay has a lot of things, right? We have um, different type of cosplay. But I don't think people understand, as same as me and my photography, right? I feel like photography is very easy. But again, you know, we have been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think maybe we should be able to find some way that like, make it very easy to teach. That's the thing. I think teaching is going to be the new, next thing for a lot of us. Uh, it's edutainment. Um, yep. So I, I think that would be something that would be very fun to work on. Um, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. You know, thanks for coming up uh, to the show, our first show, my first episode. Uh, you know, we have some technical difficulty in the beginning, but I kind of resolved it, so we're good to go. Uh, so tell us, Estella, where can we find you? Um, my name is Stella Chu, so just Google me on social media. So I, this is where you can find me on literally everything. You're on Twitter, um, so you're on yeah. Instagram, you're on, I guess, Facebook, Caffeine, Twitch, everything. Yep. Um, so if you guys want to watch me tomorrow uh, night yeah. at 7 p.m. PST, um, yeah, I'm going to be having Yasuo as my guest on my show called Stella Transforms. It's where I'm going to turn him into a cosplay of Yasuo from League of Legends. So yep. Tune in and for that. I'll be there to take some photos for her too. So yeah. Yeah, actually, Martin is also my like full-time photographer <laughs> for my show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why yeah. I, cho I chose today too because I want to do back to back so I got you know, my show and I can talk about your show tomorrow too so yeah sweet Go All right. I'm going to get back to Katsukon crunching I have so much work to do alright well everyone thank you so much for joining uh, next week we're going to have the show on Tuesday instead so not Wednesday remember Tuesday at 7pm same right here twitch.tv slash modernwongphoto uh, until then I'll see you guys later alright bye bye, bye.